And now, Ben Devo, the voice and Mayus. Welcome back to the BDSM show. That's Billy and Devo talk sports and manliness. First episode of the new year. Also, almost just Billy talks sports and manliness. As usual, I'm Billy. <laughs> What's with the huge setup? I'm what? Devo, by the way. For those of you who are new listeners, welcome. Right. Um, ignore the first, I don't know, 15 episodes. I'm just, all I'm saying here is that it was almost just me left to do the podcast. It was Why? almost Billy Talk Sports and Manliness after the bonfire say- thing. That's all I'm saying. I was pretty tired. I mean, I, I saved your life. There's you that. You did. I was, I was literally on fire, and you put it out. I selflessly ran over and threw my foot at the flame. You're like, bro, you're on fire. And I was like, huh? <laughs> Right. And and I was wearing my new boots, so I'm really glad that you put the fire out because I would have been upset if those boots got melted up. Right. It, thankfully, it was just on the seam of your jeans. Thankfully. So, and again, I just selflessly, I threw myself across the property to throw See, my foot <laughs> at the fire. And that happened one time before when we were younger. Adam was standing a little too close to the fire. Right. His jeans caught on fire and everybody saw it except for him. <laughs> and nobody said anything. I can everybody see was like, everybody was like, do you guys smell that? What's cooking? <laughs> that whole gag. Fantastic. Yep. And then like maybe 15 seconds later, he's like, oh shit. And everybody just la- goes crazy laughing. <laughs> but make, that guy was on fire. Nice. After you guys left, he was adjusting the fire with his foot. Uh huh. And I could see his jeans were like smoldering, and he had hot coals embedded in the the boot of his, you know, the the sole of his boot. Right. So you can tell. That's how you can tell when uh, when he's starting to get a couple of beers going. Right. Of course. Start getting a little more brazen. Yep. Yep. I um that's funny I have New Year's Eve bonfire listed here. So it's kind of like the perfect storm for that shindig. Right. Because everybody's off on New Year's Day. Right. And it happened to fall on a weekend. So we decided to do it on New Year's Eve. Sure. So we lit off a bunch of firecrackers. You guys were there for the fireworks, right? Yes. Yes, we were. What time did you leave? You ended up leaving at 10:30. Um, not quite 1030. It was a little, I think a little before 1030. Oh yeah. I had to go take a nap on my truck. I was too tired. I noticed. I was like, you know, I'm just going to go lay down for a minute. Right. And I was really just hoping that no one would shoot me in the taint with a Red Rider BB gun. (laughs) I was like, I might close this door. (laughs) Just for a little protection from bottle rockets. Right. And Red Rider BB guns. Right. You know, I asked Jacob about uh, having allegedly shot his father. and He said his father was was being a little bitch about it and couldn't actually show him where they hit him. So well, that was a long n- shot, too. They had to lob it to get it to him. Right. He's not convinced that it happened. He said he hit him right in the face. <laughs> That's what Bill said. And he was seemed irritated when he was describing it to me. Right. I was like, oh, man, those guys are assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Forget it, kid. You'll shoot your eye out. I went back the next day to get my truck because I left my my Durango there. Right. And um, I had Finn with me. Well, Jen dropped us off, me and Finn. We helped clean up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was really clean by the time we got there. And um, Finn was just not... He was scared of the flies. Right. There were little house flies everywhere. Yeah. And so when I put him in the truck, one was in the truck, and he lost his mind. It's weird. He's like, 
that? And I was like, are you kidding me right now? It's a weird thing. Bub is the same way. I was like, dude, it's just a fly. Right. He And you know, my Durango, I got to have the windows down. He's like, put the windows up. <laughs> I was like, no, if we put the windows up, he's stuck in here. Right. No, it's weird. Like, Bub is the same way. Like, And he knows, we've told him several times, the flies can't hurt you. And he'll tell you himself, the flies can't hurt you because they have no teeth. And yet, still, he freaks out. Dude, he lost his mind. You'd have thought we were in the car with a fucking monocle cobra. Right. And that he would probably be fine with. Daddy, look, a snake. A snake. No step on snake. <laughs> Yeah, so it was a good time. Um, Our initial venture out to get Christmas trees didn't turn out as planned. I think we were the only ones who went out. It's possible. I don't know. We took a gamble. Yeah. And it didn't pay off. No, not at all. As in zero. Zero. Right. We even checked. We checked Home Depot and Walmart. Yep. And they looked at us like we're fucking crazy. I asked the guy at Walmart. <laughs> he said they'll have more trees next year. <laughs> that was the best part. When you're like, so we'll have to wait till next year. And the look on his face, like, is this guy fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Walmart. Oh, God bless him. Um, the food was really good. Yes, the food was fantastic. The lasagna cupcakes were incredible. Great as always. Dude, they were so good. She's really good at those, right? Yeah, I would eat yeah. those once a week she was if debating. I was married to her. Yeah, she was she was debating making them, and I told her, I was like, I'm pretty sure they won't let us back if you don't bring them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they were a huge hit last year. Yep. Um, We drank a lot of beer. We did. When I went back um, to pick up my cooler and my chairs and my truck, there was a beer left. Nice. All of them. And I brought, I brought 36 of my own. I brought a 12, which was mostly gone by the time I left. And I mean, granted, that wasn't all me. It was at least half me. Right. And I had been drinking since Friday night. So, you know, after Finn's party, I started drinking. Right. And I, I slowed down after a little while so that I'd be good to drive. Otherwise, yep. I, I, if we didn't have to drive home, if we were just crashing out there, I would have just smashed them all. I was thinking about crashing out there, but I was just fucking, I had swamp ass and swamp nuts and, you know what I mean? Right. And it was like, I got to about midnight and I was like, I'm not even thirsty anymore. Right. I just want to take a shower. I want to sleep in a bed. So we ended up leaving at like 2 a.m. Nice. Got home like 2.30. I took a shower and was asleep by 3. Right. We told the mother-in-law we would be back by midnight, and we were back at, like, 11.40. Perfect. She had enough time to get home. Right. Exactly. And do her thing. Yeah. Um, We did do a toast at midnight uh, to those of us that were left. How many people were left at that point? About eight. Right. It was Adam and Teal and Shannon... And his wife, whose name escapes me, and I apologize if you're listening, but she's super pretty, so that's kind of distracting when she says her name. Right. Um, and Eric and Mary Hall stayed, because uh-huh. he, he lives right on the other side of 60 from them. Right. He's like, I didn't know you guys were so close. Nice. And I think that was it. Nice. Not bad. Yeah. No, it wasn't bad. We ended up playing Name That Tune on nice. Jacob's Bluetooth speakers. Awesome. Yeah, it, was, it worked out. It was really fun. Um, And down in Brandon, those hillbillies love their fireworks. Uh, yes, this much is true. Dude, you could hear the guns. And then the fireworks and everything. It was crazy. Right. So... um. I would say another successful Christmas tree roundup. Yeah, absolutely. And then just previous to that, we had Finn's birthday party. Correct. And just I thought, a little crazy. That turned out really well. Yeah. The uh, UV light Jen bought 
could all probably also tan you if you needed to. Oh, I've got skin cancer on my arm already. Dude, when I fired it up, first thing it did was burn out the cones in my eyes. Right. And then secondly, I could feel the heat on my hand when I was trying to balance it. Right. Coming off of the little bulbs. I was like, oh my god, how is this even possible? Yeah, you've got skin cancer on your palms now. Yeah, so now I have that thing. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm scared to turn it on in and around my... Never mind. <laughs> um, so, huge, huge light. Um, all reactive glow things, and uh, we had a fire going. Right. Uh, that didn't involve furniture. It was a nice, classy party. Of course. Kids were all over the place. There was a trampoline. There was a jump house. Yep, kids had a blast. I think all the kids did. Yeah, only minor injuries. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nobody had to go to the hospital, I don't think. No, um, Jan and Jason's kid, Kai, uh, at one point bumped his head on the steps on the on the playground thing. Mm-hmm. Had a nice little knot, but it was just put some ice on it, and he was okay. And nice. To his, to his credit, he was holding ice on his head himself. You know, he was just like, I go. know this He's... is cold, but this has got to help. So It's going to take the swelling down. Right, and the rest of the kids, I don't think anybody else really had any, anything other than, you know, people bumping into each other. Um, I know Gabe, Oscar's boy, uh, had bumped his chin or something on, uh, or bumped his nose. He had bumped into Finn in the in the uh, bounce house and bumped his nose. But that was it that I saw. All the kids seemed to get along pretty well. They did. They did. I noticed a lot of people marveled at the fact that Bub and Finn, once they finally connected, because it took about 20 minutes before Bub finally found Finn. <laughs> right. But after that, like, they were inseparable, and Bub would find something new and go, Finn, come check this out! <laughs> and Finn would go, okay! And come running over. And yeah, they, they had just, a good time. They were like each other's shadows, you know? Yeah, it was great. And he got so many Legos, dude. Yeah. I, we've been building like one set a day. Nice. And I had to like clear off a shelf and I had to put it up high because <laughs> if Archer gets them, they're done. It's TT not night. Right. I, I mean, you have, I got half a mind to craggle them. There you go. Um, he's been playing the crap out of Lego Dimensions. Nice. He got, he got his own money out because he wanted to buy the Sonic thing. Right. Expansion. Mm-hmm. And so now he bought the Sonic expansion, and all he does is play the Sonic expansion. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm like, dude, I want to see the rest of the story. This looks really good. And he's like, <laughs> no, we're playing Sonic. And I'm like, I'm not playing Sonic anymore. Nice. Like, he beat Sonic. He beats Sonic every day. Right. And now he has Super Sonic, which, you know, I played it a little bit while he was, was not here. Mm-hmm. And uh, with Super Sonic, it does make it pretty easy, some of the other levels, because Sonic can do the wild-style uh, acrobatics. Right. Plus, his run speed is like a 10. Ridic. Yeah. And so I can really scoot around the, the maps pretty quickly without getting bored. Naturally. So, there's also that. Yeah, we, uh, from what I've been told, because they played a little yesterday, Heather and Bub did, uh, from what I've been told, they're at some like cemetery level or something. So, see, you guys are past me. We stalled out right after the Simpsons. Yeah, he's uh, he enjoys it a lot to the point where like I'm like, okay, we beat a level, we're done for the night, and yeah, he throws a fit. That's you know what, and that's what Finn was doing too. Even tonight, I was like, dude, it's it's eight fifteen. There's school tomorrow. We got to pack it up, pal. Right. And he's like, no. And I'm like, numbnuts, you can save it and restart from the exact same spot. Exactly. So it's not a big deal, dude. Right. I was like, and if you go to sleep early enough and you get up and you get dressed and you have your breakfast and you got a couple extra minutes, I could put in a good word for you with mommy and maybe she'll let you play for, <laughs> play for 10 minutes. Put in a good word with mommy. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I would do that for you. Nice. <laughs> So I told Janet, she's like, yeah, if he gets up and he gets dressed and we got extra time. I was like, good, because that's what I told him. Right. So that gets him out of bed. Of gets, course. It's great. He wants to get shit done. 
Yeah, do I do? Do you ever have a game like that where you woke up before you had to go to work and you're like, I used to do that with Skyrim, dude. Yeah, I'd be like, Yeah, I got twenty minutes. Let's fire the fucking thing up. Let's see what we got. I do that sometimes before I go into work. Granted, I don't get up earlier, you know, anything to get get shit done because I go in around lunchtime. But I'll be like, eleven eh, thirty. Yeah. I'm not doing anything else. I'll play a game of NHL or fire yeah. up Madden for a quick game or something. Yeah, I do. I used to do it all the time. I think it was like um, GTA Vice City. I used to do that for right and uh, San Andreas. Yep. I would just wake up. I mean, I wouldn't wake up early. But, you know, if if I woke up before my alarm, let's say the alarm was set for like 7.30 and it was like 6.45, I was like, you know what, I'm going to get up. And I would get up, shower, put my work clothes on, eat my breakfast, and then I would play for like an hour. Right. Since, you know, I mean, I'm up, I might as well, might as well get a couple minutes in. See, for me now as an adult, that is uh, Tuesday mornings I get up at 6 to go run, uh, which is insane. Yeah, right. And... So I get back, smash a bottle of water, hop in the shower, get dressed, and then sit in bed and play uh, fucking Two Dots and Angry Birds Bubbles. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's one of those like like Bubble Witch kind of deals. Like you pop the bubbles, you got to shoot the bubbles to pop. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, colors. I know what you're talking about. Yep, I know what you're but talking they, about. Like, pe- like they, Peggle. Right, but they do it with that, the Angry Birds characters. So I do that, uh, that and Two Dots. Sure. So, I don't know what two dots is either. So it's Candy Crush ish, but it's just Candy Crush So I, I finish getting ready, and then I just sit in bed waiting for the kids to inevitably wake up. <laughs> so the other morning, I was laying, I was laying down with Finny, and um, I could hear Archer, and I was like, I'm not getting up. Right. I was like, I'm gonna let Jen get him. She fucking, she gets up and she comes in. She knows I'm in Finn's room because I was just like laying there messing with my phone. Right. To hide in there sometimes. <laughs> She's like, Archer's up. You have mornings. And she went back to bed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like, all right. All right, Archer, let's uh, do our thing, pal. Got you, sucker. <clears throat> you want to watch Daddy play Battlefield? Okay. That sounds fun. Sure. So. Nice. Uh, let's see what else I got on my outline. That's about it. Yeah. You got anything you want to throw in there? Uh, no. No, I th- the one thing I had was that I had uh, selflessly thrown myself on the fire to save your life. So that's all I had. You did do that. <laughs> I owe you the life debt. Right, and when we were telling Jen, I'm like, Jen, I saved your husband's life, and she's like, "What? Why?" I'm like, yeah, he was on fire, and I put him out. <laughs> and they, Dude. of course, assume we just we went and did something stupid. And it's like, no, no, I was trying to help. I was trying to put out the little fire. <laughs> right, the little propane or uh, a little tiki torch. Yeah, the tiki torch. And thing. I guess some the of the oil, oil got on my pants, and it was burning the seams. It was nothing major. We didn't do anything wrong. We were just Dude. helping. If I was you, I would have took my fucking drink and dumped it on my head. Like, bro, <laughs> you were on fire. Or like sprayed me with the hose or some shit. I was going to say, there'd be a waste of the Coors Light I was drinking. But if That's I had true. a bottle of water in my hand. That's true. <laughs> it's like splash it right in the face. Spam. Dude, you're on fire. Shit, I missed the fire. Hold my on. My face isn't on fire. <laughs> you can never be too safe. You have to fireproof. So, um, want to talk about sports? Yeah, let's get into some sports. Got some postseason championship style action going on. We on both football leagues, the NFL and the NCAA. Right. The first round of the NCAA playoffs have completed. Right. Well, the first and only round. <coughs> Correct. Excuse me. Um, Alabama beat Washington, as we mm-hmm. suspected. Right. Um, but then the uh, surprise game was Ohio State and Clemson. Right. And I didn't which know I, th- that the I thought result, would be close. Yeah, I don't know that the result was so much a surprise as it was the way it happened. 
you know, Ohio they, State got blanked. They got their asses kicked. So that's good and bad, I think. It's a blessing and a curse. Okay. And, and I'll tell you why. Okay, I'm listening. So it's a blessing because it shows us that the Big Ten's overrated. Right. It shows us that Ohio State is overrated. Right. The Big Ten had an awful bowl season. Penn State uh, lost, Michigan lost, Ohio State lost. Wisconsin beat Western Michigan, but nobody's impressed by that. Iowa got their ass kicked. They I had guarantee that the University of South Florida could put up more than zero points against Clemson. Maybe, yeah. I think they could. At least seven. Yeah, they'll break one. Right. But they couldn't even break a play, dude. Not one play got broke. Right. That's impressive. Yeah, and then someone had the balls to email the kicker because I guess he missed a couple of 47-yard field goals. Oh, 47's big. And and wrote this big, long, nasty email about how he's basically a piece of shit and he hopes the kid's not on scholarship because he's a student and he doesn't want his fucking fees going to pay for this kid to go to school there. And oh, Jesus. All you this know, we, and that. We've talked and about like, that before. You know what? Those two field goals... Not gonna make a difference. You lost yeah. thirty-one to nothing. You lost thirty-one-six. You still got fucking your. You got your shit pushed in. Right. So really, in the grand scheme of things, those two field goals don't mean shit. But you and this kid signed his name to it like a fucking dumbass. Like that. You know what I do if I'm the kicker? Take that to the fucking to the administration. Yeah. Because the kid threatened him. This is bullying. This is fucking harass. It's it's harassment. It's illegal is what it yep. is. It's a threat. So if he really wanted to be a dick, if the kicker really wanted to be a dick, and I mean, I wouldn't. I would just laugh at the kid and how pathetic his life is. I think blasting him, blasting it all out there, all the information and everything on social media is plenty. I agree. But uh, if he the, wanted to the... be a dick, he could go to the school, and he won't even have to now because the school administration has to be aware of it. But take it to them. Yep. Vi- violates the student code of conduct, I'm sure, in some way. Idiot. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you're allowed to be bullying. Right. Um, and we talked about that before, getting on the kids, when the kids are just doing what they do. Right. You know, the coaches, you know, Urban Meyer is the one calling the plays, or at least he's the one who's responsible. Right, and you know what? Whose job is it to get on the kicker? It's Urban Meyer's job, and maybe the right. special teams coach. It's not the fan's job. Get the fuck out of here. No, you can support them. You can. I only. I'm, I'm a strict believer. And it always creeps me out when I'm at NFL games because, you know what? I'm good with you booing NFLers. Right. Those, that guy makes a lot of money. And if he misses a 25 yard chip shot, go ahead and boo. I'm fine with that. Especially if the team traded up into the second round to get him. <laughs> right. Oh, you dropped, you dropped five passes this week. If you drop another one, you get the boos. Right. So, um, I'm good with that. But in college, they're they're not getting paid. No, they're putting their their bodies on the line, their long-term health on the line. Yeah, for our entertainment. Right. Um, But I am good with Boone refs. Always good with Boone refs. Correct. And always good with Boone coaches. Right, like Skip Holtz. (laughs) Right. Like, what was was it, uh, Mike Gundy? Right. Defending oh, his quarterback. I'm 40. Because someone wrote, wrote a slam piece in the newspaper about the player. You know, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in that, too. And, and that's great that you know the coaches can the coaches get paid to take that kind of criticism. Like, right. hey, why'd you call that play, idiot? Like, you right. know. And it, it's one thing to be frustrated by the play. I get that. You go, holy shit, how do we miss that kick? That's fine. You don't need to hunt the player down. Find his email address in the student directory and <laughs> right. fucking send him some fucking nasty email, you know, about how much he sucks at life. So. He knows. Trust me. If anybody is irritated with the fact that he missed kicks, it's the guy who's missed the kicks. Right. And uh, again, not a big out, not a big uh, dent in the outcome. They lost thirty-one to nothing. They lost. By more than four scores. And seven years ago. Right. So those two field goals weren't making a difference. 
I mean, but Ohio State has made it like a uh, like a, a mission of theirs to get to the playoff game and or the national title game and get their right. asses whipped. Right. Aside from the national title a couple of years ago, they've made a habit of being very unclutch in the big bowl games. I love it. So I'm I'm a big fan of it, especially with Urban Meyer being there. Yeah, I me. I agree. I'm with you. Um, and then any other bowl games you want to talk about? I mean, that's those are the big ones. Um, like I mentioned, the New Year's Six bowls all went down, and Iowa got their ass kicked by Florida, and Western Michigan got beat by Wisconsin by I think one score. I've been meaning to watch those replays, and I just haven't had a chance to yet. The uh, the Penn State-USC game was a little wild. That one was... Penn State was up, I think, 45-21 going in... Or 30... 45... 40... 49-35 was the score going into the fourth quarter. And SC comes back, and they tie it with like a minute and a half left. Uh, they go down... They got the ball with a minute 59 and 80 yards to go. Get one complete pass, two complete pass, pass interference, pass interference, and then touchdown from like 30 yards out. They went 80 yards in like 50 seconds. Like it was nothing. The the quarterback is a redshirt freshman. You'd have thought he'd have been in college for 10 years. He's just like cool, calm, collected in the pocket. So then Penn State gets the ball back. And on one play, nearly throws an interception. And the kid was from Florida. I don't remember his name, but he went to Armwood. Um, his name is completely escaping me at the moment. So he it hits him square in the hands, drops it. So then the very next play, they do the same fucking thing, and the quarterback does the same thing, massively underthrows this ball. And safety gets another shot at it. Picks it off, returns to 30 yards, down to, like, the 30-yard line. So they run two plays. They're in field goal range. Get the field goal to win. 52-49. It's just wild. It was a wild finish. It was a great game. And, I mean, I, I only watched the fourth quarter, and I was blown away. I watched so a that, little bit of it. Um... That, it lived up to the hype, man. You know, and it made me think maybe they sent the wrong Big Ten team to the playoffs. Right, that, and that's the curse part, the, you know, that I mean, they, they, it's still they, run by committee, and so, yeah, you know. But, and they lost, but they put up a lot of points. They put on a goddamn show, which is more than you can say for Ohio State. So, you know, there's that. Um, want to talk about the NFL? Well, let's. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in the title game? Because we got a title game oh, rematch right. now, rematch you know, of last year, and at last first, year's game was one for the ages. At first, I was sure Alabama, right? Easy pick, Alabama. Right. But then Clemson. Well, then Alabama loses Lane Kiffin. He's not allowed to coach the uh, title game. Right. He, they removed him from the uh, from the staff because he can't coach, right? Well, he could. But he decided that it was, and this allegedly was a mutual decision, that he couldn't focus on coaching Alabama and FAU at the same time. So he decided, or it was a mutual decision, to step away. Uh, a lot of people speculating that Nick Saban told him GTFO because their offensive game plan against Washington wasn't exactly the strongest. Either way, you know, he's he's booted or he leaves. It's a mutual decision. The next day, there's reports that they're trying to work work out a way for him to be in the booth at the national championship game. And then Nick Saban came out a little bit later today and said, it we can't pull it off legally. So for Nick Saban, who's constantly, anytime somebody else is walking that gray area, he's pointing it out. I find it a little fucked up that he's towing that, that area himself. Like, you need to oh, chill, yeah, bro. Dude, that's where he lives, bro. Yeah, so if you're gonna if you're gonna live in that gray area, if you're gonna tow that line, shut the fuck up when other people do it. How about that? 
Um, and then, so there's that. And then Clemson absolutely destroys Ohio State, which I was not ready for. Right, that defense thought, just shut them down. I thought Clemson would win, but not 31-0. Right. So now I'm like, hmm, is it just Alabama that easy? So in my heart and in my head, I'm thinking Clemson. So put me down for Clemson. I think this is what Clemson has been looking to all year. And I think there were some games where maybe they lost focus and they were a little closer than they wanted. Deshaun Watson, for about the first half of the year, was kind of hit or miss. He had some great games and had some ugly games. And then down the stretch was zoned in. He's been money. So... You know, this has been Clemson's mission all year was to get to this point because of where they the way the last year finished. They finished one score short of a national title. And with Bama steamrolling everybody, everybody knew if Clemson gets there, there's going to be a rematch. This is what people want to see. You want to see the two best teams play each other again. These two teams started the year one and two. So here we are again. Um... I think Clemson's going to win this time, and I think it's it's mainly going to be because I don't know what Alabama's offense is going to do against that defense. Part of that is the upheaval they've had at the offensive coordinator position that Kiffin stepped down and Sarkeesian stepped up. And part of that, I think, is just Clemson's defense is is underrated. Not enough people talk about it. Because they had a couple shootouts this year. That's going to happen from time to time, especially in the college game. I think they've got enough offensive uh, firepower with the receivers that they have and Deshaun Watson and in that running game. I think they have enough offensive firepower. I think the difference between their offense against Alabama's defense and their defense against Alabama's offense, I to me, it favors Clemson. And, I mean, some people may may shake their head at that because Alabama's just steamrolling people and playing in the SEC, but I don't discount Clemson. And neither of these teams is going to be intimidated. Both of these teams expected to be here. You know, so Clemson's not coming in here thinking, holy shit, Alabama's just steamrolled everybody. Clemson's thinking, we got who we wanted. Truthfully, if if you probably asked them before the season, if they got back to this scene and they were to win a national title, you know who they want to win it over? The team that beat them last year. Guaranteed. So I think what's going to happen, I think Clemson's going to win. And at some point after the game, maybe immediately after, maybe a couple weeks after, maybe in the offseason, Nick Saban's going to point to the upheaval at offensive coordinators, why his team wasn't focused. Because he can't ever just, the team can't just be outplayed or outcoached. There's always a fucking, there's an excuse. You know, two years ago when they got their ass kicked by Oklahoma, or three years ago when they got their ass kicked by Oklahoma, it was that they, they had guys protecting themselves. Um... You know, because they were going pro and they were just playing in the Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma. And then, you know, two years ago, they got their ass kicked by Ohio State. It was because their defense was tired from the offense running the the hurry-up spread all year. And they ran so many extra plays on defense. And then you also had guys that were looking forward to the draft and they just weren't focused. There's always an excuse when he doesn't win his way. So... I think that's what's going to happen. Clemson is going to win, and Nick Saban's going to say, well, because Kiffin stepped out. He was clearly distracted in, in him leaving and Sarkeesian moving up. And it was just it was a lot of upheaval, and we just weren't focused. Guarantee it. So go ahead and put that down uh, in the books, too. But I've got Clemson. Hopefully. NFL also has some playoffs coming up. Right. Uh, the Buccaneers did not make it. Uh, no. Surprisingly, the five teams that they needed to win and then the tie for <laughs> Washington and New York didn't happen. Did not happen. So, you know what? That's their own fault for not uh, winning the games that they need to win. I mean, yeah. Washington gave them chances. Detroit down the stretch gave them chances. And 
They got their ass kicked by Dallas and then turned around and got their ass kicked by the Saints. Yep. Uh, control your own destiny. So, so do it. I got the teams <clears throat> I got the teams written down. So okay. I got <clears throat> excuse me. Uh Raiders and Texans. Right. First game? Yes. Uh I'm gonna take Raiders. This is at Texas. Right. Um the big question there is who starts for the Raiders because their backup got hurt in the season finale. So you're looking at Connor Cook, and I think there was one other quarterback that I can't remember the name of, versus Brock Osweiler, who's been fucking terrible this year. So who are you taking? Give me the Raiders. Okay, I'm going to take the Raiders too. I know a lot of people are down on them because they lost Eric Carr and went out and they were not great against the Broncos, but I just don't... The Texans don't have... Brock Osweiler's fucking terrible. And I think the Raiders are going to do just enough to get to the next round. Um, Next game is Lions-Seahawks. Detroit-Seattle. This is at Seattle. Okay. Now, initially... My pick is for was for the Lions. Right. right. I think on a neutral field, the Lions win, or at home, the Lions win. I just don't. I think that the 12th man over there, the lynch mob right. in um, Seattle is too much for the Lions at this point. There is something to it. And, you know, Russell Wilson's been last two games been playing lights out. Golden Tate lights out. Maurice Jones Jr., whatever the guy's name is. So, give me the uh, Seahawks. Okay. I, I am taking the Seahawks only because the Lions kind of sputtered down the stretch. And, again, it's out in Seattle. So. Yep. I just think it's too much for a dome team to go out to Seattle and win on the road like that. You know. Yeah, I don't like the Lions' chances. I think they'll be close. <clears throat> I don't think the Seahawks will necessarily blow them out. But there's no. something to playoff games at that stadium. Yeah, I agree. Um, next stop is Miami and Pittsburgh. And this is at Schittsburg. Right. Rematch of the regular season when Miami originally hurt Roethlisberger. And Jay Ajayi ran for like 6,000 yards. My pick will be for Pittsburgh. Me too. I think, uh, you know, Rapelisberger's looking for some revenge. Right. And Le'Veon Bell, just because he was on my fantasy team, and I know he's a fucking real deal. Right. I think the Steelers are focused. I think uh, last year, having lost Antonio Brown for their second-round matchup against the Broncos kind of left them, you know, with uh, with a feeling of we should have been there, but, you know, injuries kind of left us shorthanded. I think they're on a mission this year. Hell, uh, before the season, I picked Steelers and Packers in the Super Bowl. So at this point, that's still alive. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers. I think Miami's had a, a fun ride to get to this point, and I think they've got a lot of promise for the future. But I don't think it's that not future their carries year. on now. Yeah. So I think it's I think it, the the fun ride ends here in Pittsburgh. So that would actually set up for the AFC. The uh, second round would be. Uh, Pittsburgh traveling to Kansas City, and Oakland traveling to New England. Nice. Oh, and we know how the Raiders and the Patriots get along. Yeah, well, especially in New England with the tuck yeah. rule. Um, yeah, dude, I remember watching the when Gruden was the coach for the Raiders. Yeah, and there was like snow on snow on snow up there. Oh yeah, that was the uh, that was the tuck rule game. Yep. So. Um, and the last game of the weekend is going to be Giants and Packers. Yes. It's going to be at Green Bay. At Green Bay, correct. I mean, if you pick against Green Bay in the playoffs, then you're an idiot. I think at Green Bay. At I mean, Green Bay. I, yeah, I think I think that's the deal there. If, you, um, if you're picking against the Packers at home in the playoffs... Yeah. Although the one one of the one of the few teams I will say that could pull it off is a team like the Giants, who are capable of getting pressure without bringing a ton of guys. Uh, their the, defense has been playing well lately. And the weather's not a huge issue for them, right? They they play in the north in an outdoor stadium. 
So, I mean, if there was a team that could do it, I could see it being the Giants. But as a Cowboys fan who's seen our only two losses prior to the season finale with all backups in come to the Giants, I mean, I'm I'm okay with facing them in the next round. But if we can avoid that, that'd be great. So, so I'm I'm also pissing, picking Green Bay. The Packers move on to the next level. Right. So for the NFC, assuming those are how they break down, Seattle would then be traveling to Atlanta, and Green Bay would be traveling to Dallas. Rematch of the uh, two years ago, only this time in Dallas instead of Green Bay. The Des Bryant was it a catch or was it not a catch game. So, and I still maintain that it was actually a catch. Uh, so, um, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Uh, I believe back in August I picked the Steelers over the Packers. I don't know that I still stick with that, even though I had I did have the Cowboys winning the division in an act of blatant homerism. I think New England's going to run over Oakland if they get past Houston. I think uh, Pittsburgh and Kansas City is going to be a great game. Kansas City's got a great defense that gets done. Uh, and Tyreek Hill is as good as anybody with the ball in his hands uh, returning for them. I, I, I want to say, because I don't like Pittsburgh, I want to say Casey wins that game. And... New England inevitably goes on to win, go to the AFC or go to the Super Bowl on behalf of the AFC. Uh, I'm going to go straight homer in the NFC and pick the Cowboys. <coughs> so so I have Cowboys a- and Patriots. And then you have the ultimate mind fuck because the league's most hated on player, or one of them, probably is Tom Brady versus one of the league's most hated on teams in the Cowboys. So who who roots for who to win? You know, if mm-hmm. you're one of those people that just fucking hates Tom Brady because fuck him, but you also hate the Cowboys because they're America's team and blah, 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 and they're overrated every year, who are you rooting for? So I kind of hope that happens because I want to see him. It's basically uh, like our election. Somebody's going to win, and it's going to be somebody most of the people in the country are not happy like with. Yep. <laughs> so. I don't know. Patriots will probably win. I don't know who they're going to play, but they'll probably win the whole thing. Yeah, Tom Brady's 28 touchdowns and two interceptions in 12 games. Oh, I know. That's insane. That's insane efficiency. He, that guy's pretty good at his job. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd say so. I don't know how they fucking lost a game. With him at quarterback. Except it was Denver and it was on the road at Denver. That's the one place, for whatever reason, Brady just cannot win. So. I will say, if the Raiders somehow managed to make it to the Super Bowl, when uh, Derek Carr had his broken leg fixed, had surgery or whatever they did with it, they said the timetable was six to eight weeks. Uh, Super Bowl weekend would be exactly six weeks from when the leg was broken. Nice. So imagine that. Imagine the Raiders somehow magically made it to the Super Bowl without him, and then he comes back with a still healing broken leg <sighs> at, at the lower end of the six to eight weeks window. How crazy would that be? They could be trying to pull a Belichick, you know, and trick it- everybody. And then he comes out and wins the Super Bowl. How magical. That'd be magical. You know, like that. Then he's... I, Derek Carr is set for life if that actually happened. You know, like nobody could ever question him ever again. But I don't think they're going to get there. I think they beat Houston and then get their asses kicked by the Patriots. Yeah, I agree. Because that defense doesn't play. Uh, they don't. And by doesn't play, I mean like they don't show up. <laughs> Not like they don't mess around. Right. Uh, New England's offense don't play, and Nets don't mess around. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but I was watching the Patriots-Dolphins game this past weekend, and Julian Edelman was hit like on a five-yard five comeback route, 
and took off upfield and is running across midfield. Michael Floyd fucking knocks somebody out, dude, on a block, peeling back the block for him. Just vicious. They're not fucking around. They're on a mission. And the fact that they added Michael Floyd for nothing, it's not fair. <laughs> so. I mean, he he's exactly what the Patriots do. They take a risk on a guy who messed up, and they tell him, right. listen, you have a shot here. Um, we know you're a good player, but you're a jerk off off the field. If you mess up again, then we'll just fire you like your last team did. Right. And then everyone will know that you're unhirable. Sure. And, I mean, here's the thing. How fast did the Cardinals cut him loose? Like, he got arrested for DUI, and the next day they were like, yeah, no, fuck you. Not having it. There has to be Which something I, that's going on. Cause... I mean, I get, I get to a degree you don't want to be the franchise that keeps guys like that on. But we don't even, I still don't think they've even released the details of the DUI. I don't know. I don't know the, the details, so it hasn't been blown up like that. I don't know if he was three times the legal limit. I know he was facing criminal charges like any DUI suspect is. But you got to let due process but play out. How does your franchise not have your back and go, listen, you know, we're going to sit him for this next week and we're going to gather facts and we'll go from there? How do you cut him and then let the fucking Patriots pick him up? You know, they're, they're licking their chops. Belichick's going, wait, they released who? Ah, fuck it, we'll take a chance. Get him on the horn. Right, what's the worst that happens? They finish the investigation, and the trial plays out in the off season, and they suspend him for two games next year? Well, we've already got a Super Bowl ring, so ha 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 Not fair. That's their thing. Yeah. Belichick is a reclamation project wizard. So good on him. You got anything else, buddy? This one might have been early. I do do not. Uh, Pitchers and catchers. Pitchers and catchers for baseball should probably be reporting in, I don't know, six or seven weeks. So that's exciting. Baseball season's almost here. I mean, it's exciting for me because we traded for another ace. Uh, and we have the issue of, do we start David Price, who's a former Cy Young winner on opening day? Or do we start Chris Sale, who might be a former Cy Young winner or was a finalist on opening day? Or do we give it to Rick Porcello, who's actually another Cy Young winner and defending Cy Young winner on opening day? That's a great problem to have. It just might be. We'll see. We'll see what the bullpen's worth now. So... It's going to be a little awkward without uh, Big Poppy. Um, I'm wondering if he's going to be around the facility for spring training, you know, to kind of ease that transition. Like, hey, guys, yeah. I'm not part of the team, but <laughs> I'm still here. But still hustle. But uh, I have seen uh, the Red Sox have shared some of his retirement pictures. He's just fucking living the high life in the Dominican, man. So good on him. That's good. Yeah. But yeah, so that that baseball season's coming up quick. Uh before we know it, the playoffs in the Super Bowl will be over and we will be right off into spring training. Yep, all baseball. Good times. Let's come down and see one of the Rays games. Yeah, absolutely. Do it up. Oh, we have uh we have uh this is kind of intro material, but I forgot about it till now. We've got my uh, my darling Princess Diva turns two on Saturday. So. That's fantastic. Where is the time gone? <clears throat> Dude, it's incredible that these kids are A, still alive, and B, actually getting smarter than they started. Right. And she's, um, she's a little sassy little mama. Uh, I was talking to the wife yesterday around dinner time, as I always do. You know, call in from work, just talk to the kids and sure. see how things are going, yada, yada. And Heather's talking, and Ashlyn comes up and says something, starts babbling, and Heather goes, Ashlyn, I'm talking. And Ashlyn responds with, no, Mommy, I talking. <laughs> <laughs> my that's, that's my princess. So, yeah, we got a party Sunday. It'll be exciting. 
Good times. We'll have about yeah. eight million more babies and a few more Mickey, Minnie Mouse things in our yep. household. Like we yep. need more of those. So, good times. Uh, I do have a joke to wrap us up. And to anybody this may offend, I wish I could say I'm sorry, but I'm really not. But it is likely to offend at least one person. So, Devin, here goes. Why did Jesus look so ripped during the crucifixion? I don't know why. CrossFit, bro. CrossFit. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, I read that and instantly, as soon as I saw the answer, because I was genuinely curious. Some of these jokes, like you see the punchline coming. I was genuinely curious, and I don't know that how that wasn't on dad jokes, but it wasn't. That was just on regular subreddit jokes. I cringed first, and then I laughed, and that's how you know it's a good joke. That's incredible. Yeah, uh, like I said, like I told you before the show, that joke is likely to piss at least one person off. I don't know who, who it may be, Jesus Freak, uh, maybe someone who's a CrossFit bro. I don't know. A CrossFit but, uh, bro. <laughs> we'll see, man. <laughs> so, Thanks for listening. Um, we'll keep it short this week, and we'll catch up with you guys next week. All righty, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.